Hey there, and welcome to Keeping Tabs. The podcast where we scour the depths of the internet for toxic trends, cringe content, D-list news, and so much more. So you don't have to. That's Jillian. Hey. And that's Max. Hey. Let's re this chili. it's been this quarantine i gotta tell you it's really kicking my ass it's throwing me for a loop it's spitballing me it's just 2020 yeah man i didn't realize like the last one we recorded that was when the coronavirus got started because we made a little joke about it calling it the boomer remover and i was i was over at your house so obviously like all the big stuff hadn't happened yet and that feels like a long time ago but i don't think time is relative at all during the coronavirus era i know i keep forgetting what day it is i keep forgetting what day it is i i thought my nephew was going to be born in a few days but i was a month off i'm completely fucking scrambled embarrassing yeah i forgot some birthdays too but they were for people who've already been born so it's not quite as embarrassing yeah he's just a little clump of cells right now well if he's a month away from being born he's more than a clump of cells at this point how do you figure i mean late-term abortions have always been illegal for the reason that i think the baby is now conscious yeah But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, and also it could be born, like, if it was taken out right now, it could survive by itself. And if it, like, couldn't survive by itself, then it's not a life form. Are you saying it because you don't know, like, the biological sex or because you don't see it as human? I don't see it as human. And (laughs) I don't, I never will that things, it's an abomination. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no oh my god don't listen to this nephew someday anyways oh speaking of my nephew like that's a significant bummer with this whole coronavirus thing because i'm not going to be able to be in the hospital when he comes mm. unless unless <laughs> unless i get unless, injured yeah unless we put you there and then you're already there but also like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to touch him for a while after he's born wow because of the coronavirus like i don't know if if i have to wait till we get a vaccine which is gonna be like in 18 months i don't know how any of it works oh my god but it's uh that's been so far the most significant bummer for me yeah it is a very significant bummer i'm significantly bummed it's been weird like i've actually for the most part adapted pretty well It took me exactly two weeks to start being bothered whatsoever. And I'll tell you why. Because A, I love to sleep. And at my normal job where I'm a preschool teacher, I have to wake up at like six in the morning and I don't like that. So that's one good thing for quarantine. Another pro for quarantine is that for a while the weather was really nice. So I was just like hanging out outside in my garden, working out, chilling with my roommates in the hammock. It was like summer vacation. We are grilling. All good stuff. All good stuff. Nice. And also, I'm just really extremely inter- introverted, and I don't need a ton of human interaction. Even in the first few weeks of quarantine, 
there were times when I had spent so much time with my roommates that I was like, I need to go be alone. Like I I was still having (laughs) too much interaction for me. And I didn't even understand why people (laughs) at first were like texting me and calling me and like asking me if I was okay. Because I was like, I'm thriving. I'm so happy. None of you guys are sending me emails asking me for like quotas and all the things that you normally ask me for. (laughs) <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> nice. No, those yeah. are those uh, those are some pros out of this. I am like pretty virtually like untouched by this so far to the point where I feel like just extreme guilt sometimes. Um I'm still working. Uh I work in the trades, hanging drywall and slinging paint. Um, but, uh, I have not had to stop working so far. Neither has my girlfriend and we love spending time together. And so it's like on the weekends, it's, I know uh, it's, it's totally gross, but like on the weekends, like we order in food and watch movies. And so, so far that's been pretty chill. Are you trying to tell me that you are in a happy, healthy, heterosexual couple? Because I don't believe it. Look. Let's bring Deandra in here. Let's hear what Deandra has to say about this. Okay, let me let me go grab her. Yeah, go go yeah. get her. Hold on. Um, hi, Deandra. God, <laughs> that felt like someone was taking a cheese grater to my eardrums. I'm very sorry, and I'm sorry to everyone else. Uh, no, like, and I don't know how this happened either, but somehow I got with like the the most number one babe in the world and so it's it's the coolest thing in the world anyways um that's enough about my love life i know it's very interesting but uh but no we're we're kind of just chilling with our dog my gym's closed and that's that's uh bringing up a lot of body dysmorphia insecurities and stuff like that you know i wanted to be really big so i could carry all my insecurities and so right now i'm dealing with that and so i'm running with my girlfriend um but running is completely whack i have shin splints it sucks but i I, i'm way way privileged in this whole thing while like literally hundreds of thousands of people are dying all over the world and like all the shit that's happening in new york right now i've been talking to a couple friends in new york and like it's so insane there right now but Luckily, everybody, all the mega churches are still going to hold uh, their Easter Sunday service to pray this thing out of here. Um, and that makes me want to kill myself. Yeah. Um, that made Jesus want to kill himself, too. And you know what? <laughs> he did. It's super apparent that we're living in a time of history right now. A time of history, indeed. I'm in history right now. Our friend Simone actually posted this video on her story that was like that moment when you realize you're living through a chapter in some fifth grader's history book. And it was her just looking like really fucked up and scared. (laughs) I think she was wearing a bucket hat. It looked really nice. Nice. She looks so good in that bucket hat. Shout out to Simone. Simone. She was almost a she was almost a co-host with us, but she's too busy. She's too cool. She can't participate. But we're gonna have her on here sometime in the future because one thing about Simone is that she cannot tell 
fake news articles, like Clickhole and Onion articles from things that are real. Oh, no. Simone, this one time, showed me this article, and she was like, can you believe what Jack Nicholson did? And she shows me this article, and it's like the most obviously photoshopped picture of all time of Jack Nicholson sitting courtside at a Lakers game and holding this Tupperware full of chili, like homemade chili. (laughs) And like he's spilled it all over his pants all over the court. But if you look at it for more than like half a second, you can see that it's photoshopped. And when you look at it for more than half a second you can see that it's a click hole article look i i totally get it but i i I have to defend simone a little bit on this because jack nicholson sitting courtside at a laker game eating chili and spilling it on himself is a very believable thing because he he does not give a fuck he will eat chili at the at the lakers game he'd be like here's johnny and just <laughs> dump it all on the ground kobe would slip in it and fall oh man r.i.p oh jillian i'm sorry i are you yeah because it's like he's still alive that's why i still talk about him i talk about him like he's still here and he's not <gasps> what if that article was true stay with me here no no I'm gonna, I have to walk away for a second because I need to get a charger for my headphones. So say something interesting while I'm gone and I won't even be able to hear it until I'm editing later. Okay, nice. Do you believe that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars? Max, stop, stop. Okay, I wanted to share one last quarantine thing. So, I was on Twitter the other day, surprise, surprise, and I came across this article. The title is, if you have anxiety and depression but feel better during coronavirus, you're not alone. And it's about how some people who live with depression and anxiety have actually seen an improvement in their symptoms since coronavirus and quarantine have happened. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, it's kind of like I was saying earlier, where for the first few weeks, people were texting me and like, oh, how are you holding up? Like, I'm having such a hard time. And I felt bad and weird. But I was like, I'm honestly kind of thriving. (laughs) Totally. Because I have no deadlines, no pressure. And for the first few weeks, I was basically just reading and painting and gardening and writing, doing all these hobbies that when I work a normal 40, 45 hour work week, I just don't have the energy to do. That makes total sense. And the other piece of it is that, well, I can never remember where I read this, but I read someone who deals with anxiety describe the feeling of anxiety as like you're playing a video game and you constantly are hearing the music for the final boss, but you never actually see the boss. (laughs) Totally. You know, when you have anxiety... Maybe nothing bad is even happening to you, and you're just like, when's it going to happen? Yeah, yeah, you never get to see Bowser. Yeah, and that's hard. There's no relief. Yeah, it's a it's a purgatory thing. Yeah, exactly, and living with that constantly is super hard. And for some people, when you are presented with a crisis, and you've been 
awaiting some sort of apocalypse, dealing with anxiety, you, you snap to attention and you're just like, this is it. This is what I've been trained for. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. Because that's, that's how humans got anxiety in the first place. Like our ancient instinct is to have anxiety so we wouldn't get eaten by fucking saber-toothed tigers. And now there's an actual worldwide saber-toothed tiger that wants to fucking kill us. It's like your monkey brain, which has an anxiety response for a reason, just goes out of control when you have issues with anxiety. And so people in this article were saying like, I feel to a degree like I've been conditioned for this. And this is a way that I've felt in the past too, is that in a normal everyday situation, I'm so anxious and so tense and people around me are fine and relaxed and looking at me and wondering why I'm fidgeting and doing weird anxiety rituals. And then when there's an actual crisis, I watch the roles become reversed and everyone around me becomes anxious. And I'm like, I sort of feel calm. And like, this is what I've been so worried about all the time. And it's almost a relief. And similar with depression, lately, if I like wake up and I feel like shit, everyone feels like shit. We all actually have a problem. That's a huge problem that we're dealing with when you know, if you are feeling super depressed and maybe everything is going quote unquote right in your life, it just makes you feel almost worse because you're like, I have no reason to feel bad. You know, I have it so easy. Yep. And that initiates the cycle of like, man, I'm such a piece of shit. Like, why am I so sad all the time? Exactly. I have no reason to feel this way. But now it's like, if I wake up and feel like I just want to stay in bed, I don't have a reason to get out of bed. Nobody's gonna be let down or disappointed that I didn't show up somewhere. If I wake up feeling like shit, it's literally the fucking apocalypse. So I can actually give myself a break. Yeah. And people will, will understand it. No, it, it's, it's weird to think like what this pandemic and the quarantine and shelter in place is doing to the chemical and chemical balance in our brains. Because like, I've noticed that people are so nice now, like overly nice. I was like walking to like the corner store today at work, you know, saw a few people and like everybody wanted to make eye contact and smile and maybe say something while staying six feet away from me, which is also really cool. Love that. Yeah. I wonder if there's anybody in the world who has been unaffected by this besides Kristen Cavallari. (laughs) Do you know who she is? (laughs) Why is her name so familiar? Fuck, she was on like... Oh, was she... Okay, was she Was she on the hills? Yes, that's what it was. Thank you so much. Okay. Wow, that's weird that you knew that and I was about to Google it. No, Laguna Beach and the hills. Yeah, yeah. They recently did this big thread because she has been in the Bahamas for like four weeks until within the last few days she returned to the United States. And there was this like Twitter journalist who was doing a huge thread about it because... She was, like, claiming that she was stuck in the Bahamas, and this journalist was, like, poking around and was like, no, the U.S. government is still allowing, like, American citizens to fly home. This fucking rich-ass lady is just deciding that she's going to take this opportunity to have an extra quiet vacation in the Bahamas. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm stuck here. You guys, I can't come home. No, no, you actually can. No, I can't. I'm so stuck. Yeah, I mean... (sighs) It makes me just as angry, like seeing the whole Imagine thing, the uh, with all the celebrities singing the John Lennon song. My fucking god! Imagine there is no heaven. 
easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people. Living for today. That last one was Sarah Silverman. Yeah, basically it's just this mismatched video of all these celebrities singing Imagine. And they put this out. I don't know what they thought it was going to do, but it's somehow connected to coronavirus stuff. And at best, it's very misguided and inappropriate. And at worst, it's an absolute deflection of what I see as their responsibility as very rich people to be funding public health during this time. So that's really the controversy around it. First off, John Lennon, and everybody can be mad at me, I don't care. John Lennon is a piece of shit, like, glad he's dead, fuck John Lennon. Why? I, I don't understand it whatsoever. Number two, I haven't in my entire life my entire 30 years of life ever said hey let's put on a john lennon song or a beatles song for that matter um i'm now you got me ranting i hate the beatles um hey my dad is the only sponsor of this podcast on patreon and he's gonna get really mad at you for saying that look jillian's dad i'm sorry but the band you like is highly overrated anyways wait wait can we can we not make it about the Beatles music and instead make it about how John Lennon was a wife beating, bootlicking weirdo? I like it. Okay, let's go back. Okay. Um so first of all, they're singing Imagine um by John Lennon and John Lennon is a woman abusing, bootlicking piece of fucking shit. I don't know. I just hate John Lennon um and I don't know why anybody plays the shit still. And, and the same thing with, like, I saw, I forget where it was, but I saw an article saying, like, these celeb women are not putting on any makeup during the quarantine. And literally, who the fuck cares? Somebody must. And I would like scientists to study the brain of somebody who finds that interesting. <laughs> because that's, I feel like that's, like, nobody's wearing makeup during the fucking quarantine. Okay, one thing I want to say okay. is that I am wearing makeup and I also don't care who's wearing makeup and I don't care who's singing Imagine because the whole thing on Twitter was people were reposting that video and saying like, shut your mouth and open your purse. Yeah. Fucking like, who was in that? Who was in those videos? Who was it? Who did that? It started off with Wonder Woman. Um, I always space on her name. Oh, Gal Gadot. Yes. And, hey, Gal, I love you. You're so pretty. You were Miss Israel. Everything about you is good. Was she really? Is she a Zionist? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, free Palestine, anyway. To finish this segment, I'm going to issue a cease and desist order to Gal Gadot, and I <laughs> am going to go pick up Kristen Cavallari from the Bahamas and take her ass back here. She's um, home. Is she? Yeah, she just came home within the last few days. Oh, okay. Like she was posting all these things. Oh, God, stuck here in the Bahamas. 
And for the last week, people have been like, you're straight up not stuck there. The U.S. government is currently pleading with nationals to, like, return from abroad if this is where they live. (laughs) She's capping heavy. Yeah, she's got to get her shit together. But honestly, I probably could have called this back during Laguna Beach's first season. I could, I would have bet she would have done this. It just goes to show that rich people were the worst before the pandemic and they continue to be the worst during the pandemic. 100%. Like I said, shut your mouth, stop singing Imagine, open your purse, take out your checkbook because Jeff Bezos and people like that are giving... They're trying to make a big splash by saying that they're going to give like $30,000 or whatever. Yeah. Fund coronavirus research. And then the second that anybody looks into it and does like a comparison of what $30,000 to a person who has billions of dollars in net worth actually looks like, it's like the equivalent to someone who makes $30,000 giving $30. Adjusted for the fact that for someone who makes $30,000, $30 is more significant to them because they're not, you know, a billionaire. Yeah. So, you know, the point is, eat the rich. I really hope if anything good can possibly come out of this situation, it's that people are going to understand that the distribution of wealth is, I would say, the source of all evil in our world. 100%. If we d- redistribute the wealth, climate change will be solved. If we redistribute the wealth, we can solve homelessness. We can solve world hunger. All the main issues in the world stem from the fact that a certain handful of evil fucking people have most of the money. This crisis would not exist if we redistribute wealth. So anyway, I want to switch gears now because that's all really sad. And we are a podcast about what's happening on the fucking internet And since one of the main things that anybody can do right now is be on the internet, in that spirit, I want to share with Max and with all of you something new that I found on the internet. Something new on the internet? Well, new to me. Okay. (laughs) I I found something new to me on the internet. Do tell. Okay. It's called Vor. Have you heard of it? No. How do you spell it? Fuck yeah. No, don't. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to send you this link and I want you to click it. Okay. In the chat. Do you see it? Oh, Lord. Do you have it open? Yes. That's why I said, oh, Lord. Okay. Could you just maybe describe what you're seeing? Uh, You guys, what we have here are anthropomorphic animals that are overly pregnant and then we have uh normal human anime characters that are so overly pregnant which one's this one this one it looks like a book cover and it says a night like this a tale of romantic vor <laughs> And it is a large dragon woman (laughs) who looks like she is sexually satisfied. And there are hands inside of her pushing out, which I think is the knight, because his armor is on 
the bed or is on the floor next to the bed. Uh-huh. And there's a selfie stick. They were filming it. Fuck you. Mm, okay, so it seems like it's probably sexual. You've you've touched okay, on that. I'm opening I'm opening what you just sent me. Okay. Read the title for us. Hold on. I got a pop up. <laughs> of course. It's a pop up that says, If you see this image while browsing some dank memes, you have been visited by the petty ghost of blocked AD. The ghost will leave you alone, but only if you whitelist us first. What does that fucking mean? That sounds weird and racist. I don't think you should click that. I, well, it's not moving. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm exiting out of this. Okay, so this image is of Wendy from Wendy's, a fast food chain. She's hella thick. It looks like somebody's inside of her stomach, and she's eating something, and it says burp next to her. Uh-huh. What, what is this, and why is this? What the fuck, man? I just want to send you one more thing. Christ on the cross. Really. I promise I'll explain after you look at this one last thing. Amy Klobuchar devouring Ivanka Trump is a 2020 war crossover no one wanted. Okay, so right here, the cartoon of Amy Klobuchar, she <laughs> is in a diaper. She's in a pantsuit on top, but diaper on bottom. And she's grabbing a screaming Ivanka Trump and eating her. Yeah, so it's presidential hopeful and bootlicker Amy Klobuchar <laughs> eating Ivanka Trump. I love this image. I think more than I love most of my aunts and uncles. <laughs> I just feel such tenderness for it. And I'm going to now read you the actual definition of four. Okay. Okay, here we go. According to knowyourmeme.com slash memes slash subcultures slash four. Vor is an internet slang term for vorarphilia, a paraphilia characterized by the erotic desire to consume or be consumed by another person or creature or to spectate another person or creature be eaten. The character being eaten is commonly referred to as the prey, while the character doing the eating is often referred to as the pred. <laughs> Traditionally, vor is depicted as an oral act. However, variations involving other orifices exist. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, so this is the new thing that I found. Um, I found it online on what site on reddit you know you know what it really is 4chan uh i'll explain okay i have i've definitely heard this term before especially when in the earlier iteration of keeping tabs i had done an episode on furries um Mm -hmm. which everybody loved because it was great (laughs) and (laughs) vor had popped up a few times but there's just like a vast galaxy of things to research when it comes to furries and related sex things Uh and 
so it, I think it was just like kind of in the back of my mind. And so what it what I what I did was I just Googled Vor one day uh-huh. for the first time after having it circling around my subconscious. And then I found all of this stuff with Wendy from Wendy's and a lot of furries like eating each other. And most importantly, Amy Klobuchar eating Ivanka Trump. Um, so anyway, that that's what happened. That's how I found it. What do you think? I, I mean, I, it, it makes me happy and gives me hope in the sense that people <laughs> are still coming up with new ideas and people are still like bringing out some original shit, but it is, uh, concerning and (laughs) a little depressing that everything has been thought of already except for this now this is the last thing like i don't think anything new is going to come after this because (laughs) what and, and if it would would we even want it i have so many questions and concerns but at the same time I get it. I totally get it. It's a little hot. And I don't think there would be answers to any of the questions that you have necessarily, but I know that it's nice. It's nice to know that you feel like Vor is like the end all be all. It's like where the sidewalk ends. Totally. And and a lot of Christians on the internet right now are talking about how these are the end of times and how like this is the second like the beginning of the second coming like with plague and everything and uh this um this adds on to that narrative i think a vor a pred as they say would be one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse probably totally so what i want to um what i want to clarify is that there are a few different versions of vor there's soft vor and there's hard vor. And this same website <laughs> says that in soft vor, the prey is consumed alive and may be released, held for a time, or digested. Soft vor does not contain graphic depictions of death or digestion. Hard vor. <laughs> is characterized by physical injury through violent chewing or digestion of prey. And the final subset, um, in same size vor, the predator and prey are roughly equivalent in body size, and artwork depicting same size vor often shows the predator's gut being stretched to unnatural extremes, um, hence why when I first showed you that page full of vor art, you, you said that they all seem to be extremely pregnant. Yeah, I got that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, this is like a sex thing that's happening now. You know, every once in a while there's something new in sex, but I gotta say this actually isn't new because I found out that the earliest known vor themed website was actually launched in 1997. So when I was four years old in kindergarten, people were fantasizing publicly and unionizing around, um, like, people eating each other and 
how like fucking sexy that is. So. Hey, um, everybody has their thing, and and that's somebody's. <laughs> you know what I really like about a lot of like weird internet sex things is that people like take their idea whether it's for whether it's bondage and they'll make like disney characters doing it or like mario that's funny it's just funny that they're like first of all i thought of this thing and it's a thing that probably most people wouldn't find hot but i like it and also i want simba and nala from lion king to yeah and i want i want the family guy and the Simpsons people to have a crossover <laughs> doing it. Oh, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, I appreciate you doing uh, that research that um, I don't think anyone else would do, but that's what we do here at heaping tabs. So you guys don't fucking have to. So this is nothing new and I'm sure a lot of people uh, know about this app, but uh, just in case you don't, and you haven't heard about TikTok yet, or you don't know what TikTok is, uh, TikTok is a Chinese video sharing social networking service owned by a company called ByteDance. It's a Beijing-based company founded in 2012. It's used to create short dance, lip sync, comedy, and talent videos. That's what it's that's what it's meant for. The app was launched in 2017 for iOS and Android in markets outside of China. So when I do bring up TikTok with a lot of people, their first reaction is like, oh, that's like the one with all the young girls dancing on it. Uh, And though that might be true, man, there is so much more. And I know that racism and transphobia and homophobia is all over the internet. Let me tell you, it's on TikTok too. I've read some of the stupidest things I've ever read. Most, The most stupidest and the most ignorant things I've ever read. Uh, Did you just say most stupidest? I said it right the first time and then I wanted to add ignorant. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. But uh, So I've been on TikTok maybe a year now almost, but uh, I didn't start making content for uh, like six months. And the algorithm is a little funny and, uh, you know, it, it has the for you page, which is pretty much videos that are trending, get picked up there. And then, uh, but then you could go to your follower following videos where you just see the videos of the people that you follow. So my stats right now, uh, are that I have 1903 followers. Wow. You've really blown up. I've blown up in the last month. Some stuff has happened. You had like 50 followers when I started following you. I know. Um, and like hardly any likes. And because they, they take up all the likes from each video and they put up how many likes you have next to how many followers you have. Um, mm-hmm. And I have currently 106,000 likes. That's when everyone's supposed to cheer and be like, oh my God. Oh. Uh, yay! Oh my god, Max! Oh, he's so good! This means so much! It doesn't mean anything. No, it does. It's not my, the, my most proudest achievements. It's, uh... Most proudest? Just, I know, I'm tired, man. Um, it's not one of my most proud, proud, oh, god damn it. It's not one of my most proud achievements. But, uh, (laughs) hey, that's showbiz, baby. But, uh... The video that blew up and has 
the majority of my likes. It has 97.7 thousand likes. Is a video I made about the Confederate flag, and I basically just brought up a part of the Confederate Constitution where it says, you know, that uh, no bill, uh, attainer, or law will infringe on black slaves. Um, and uh, people got mad at me. I know, I loved it so much. Um, it was nice to see other people get mad at you. Y- yeah. Usually, guys, it's just Jillian getting mad at me, but it's uh, it's these crazy arguments that uh, like so, a lot of people are making the argument that uh, that flag that people are flying is actually the Virginia battle flag. It's not the Confederate flag, which changes everything. <laughs> My usual reply to that is, was that battle fought in the Civil War by the Confederates? So it, it it changes nothing. But outside of all the um, angry racist comments, um, there were a lot of really nice ones. Never in my life have people said such nice things about me, ever. It's mainly because they don't know anything about me. But, you know, apparently some of them say I'm like the CEO of Facts. And some of them say, <laughs> some of them put a crown emoji and say, here, King, you drop this. And I was hesitant on saying this, context is everything, but I've been invited to a cookout about 40 times Aww. by different people. Um, they say that I am invited to the cookout. That's really nice, but we can't go to cookouts right now, so... That's true. I'm going to remind them all that. And then there were the obvious few that said, uh, you look like Ron Weasley. Um, no, you don't. I know. I, I was not about to get into it and <laughs> say, no, I don't. Stop saying that. <laughs> That's dumb. But just because I'm a redhead does not mean I look like Ron Yeah, Weasley. like you have red hair and you're really white and like you get your face like flushes easily. You know, yeah. that doesn't mean you look like a Weasley. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyways, but I think my favorite comment on there was, there's so many, I can't find it right now, but it said, you are the only ginger that deserves rights, and I appreciated that. Oh my gosh, you do have rights. Congrats. I know. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm going to go into more of TikTok in the next episode, because there is so much drama on there with people getting outed as pedophiles. There are multiple anti-bullying cyber gangs that beef with each other do they bully each other yes trust me so yeah i can't wait to talk to you guys uh more about the insane shit i find on this app it makes me sad every day cool so we just found out that max engages in masochism regularly by going on tiktok i like to call it max masochism can we add a laugh track there so anyway, I'm taking applications for podcast co-host. Um, it's been so much fun. And Max, I really hope that you feel good about what you just did. I, I, I do. Uh, it's mixed feelings. It depends what time of day it is. It depends if I ate. Yeah. Oh, my God. Remember yesterday when we were supposed to record and you were like, I can't get my headphones to work and I'm so hungry and I angry and please no talk. That's exactly what I said verbatim. Remember that? And I said, okay, Ron Weasley, why don't you go eat some fucking chocolate frogs? How many TikTok followers do you have? Honey, I don't even have any TikTok videos. 
I'm a lurker. I'm a troll. I'm a phantom. <laughs> people get so mad at those people. They're like, you don't even create content. You can't say anything. And then they keep on talking shit. Hey, I was on two of your TikToks. We made two TikToks together. We have made two talks two TikToks together. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure both of them are unpublished, though. I think they're just Yeah, that's shitty as fuck. Anyway. Look, man, I'm trying to get this fucking fake clout on this bullshit app so I could have something to say in this podcast. And I can't get clout with mediocre acting. Okay? There it is. I'm a good actor. <sighs> maybe we should maybe we should skip to the next subject. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so that's what Max has been doing. Probably just like arguing with white supremacists and Looking at the dancing videos of the grandmas and the teens. No, I'm not. Hold on. (laughs) Not looking at any teen. It's fine to look at the dancing videos. There's nothing. I'm going to go more into that because uh, that's a huge thing on there. I'm going to go more into that next week, too. Sometimes they're good at dancing. Well, and also, like, we are all teenagers and we all uh, came into our, our bodies and our sexuality at a certain time. And unfortunately for these kids, that certain time is when they could put it on the internet really easily and their brains aren't fully formed. So they just, they do it willy nilly. So I'm going to get more into that. But uh, uh, yes, I, I love talking shit to white supremacists on there. My, it's funny uh, in my phone, like when I'm on there about to comment, it, pulls up things like did you want to just say this because you say it so much and the thing that comes up all the times is things dumb crackers say and they get really mad and they say but you're white too and i say shut up cracker i thought r kelly had the coronavirus but then i was sorely oh man he doesn't disappointed because it was a meme of a picture of r kelly and it said uh R. Kelly has now uh, uh, contracted, um, and I thought it said COVID-19, but it said uh, she's not 19. Well, how are we going to wrap this up? We wish you guys the best quarantine. I honestly, like, this shit is so insane. I really, really hope everyone's doing okay. Um, I hope no one's getting sick. Uh, And please stay the fuck inside. And next week... I'm going to try to get into Animal Crossing. Oh, Lord. Uh, Deandra is hooked on that right now. I haven't been able to be into it yet. She says that she has to delete it by Friday. Oh, my goodness. No way. Yeah. Because it's taking her over. I just haven't understood it yet. Because when people talk to me about it and they say, like, Oh, I started out on an island and I was in debt already when I started. I was in debt by like 30,000 bells because Tom Nook built me this house and now I have to pay him back for the house. I was like, why do you want to play this game of capitalism when capitalism is your life? I never was into video games in general, but like definitely not like the uh, Sims uh, farmland type stuff that it sounds like Animal Crossing is. Oh, I can sneak around and I can catch a fish. I'm like you, Max. I never really got into video games either, but 
the video games that I did get into were like World of Warcraft. Some crazy fantasy land where I could be like an elf or I could cast a spell, you know, yeah. I could fight a dragon. I could do some shit that I couldn't just go out and do in my life. That's why I can't really get it. Fish in the game, but you don't want to go fish in the pond. You're like excited about paying your landlord back these bells that you owe him. When in in real life, you are rent striking right now. I don't understand. So I'm going to try to understand. That's my mission before next next episode. I'm okay. going to try to get into Animal Crossing. I bet I can do it. Yeah, I, I wish you the best of luck on that. And I wish everyone else the best of luck on their quarantine and staying healthy. And again, not going outside. Dope. Yeah, that's our show. Happy Easter. I love you. Jesus died. That dude's dead. <laughs> this has been an episode of Keeping Tabs podcast. We hope we didn't traumatize you too much. Keeping Tabs is written, hosted, edited, and produced by me, Jillian, and Max. Our logo was made by our friend Taylor, and our music is by our friend London. You can find us on Twitter at KeepingTabsCast, on Instagram at KeepingTabsPodcast. Please follow us. We are very lonely. You can also donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash keepingtabs. And please donate to us because we are also very poor. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Love you.